Hey there, folks. I'm Isaac, and I'm at Rito Village. Ooh, and I'm Claire, and I defeated Ganon. Ooh, one up in me. No! <laughs> and this is... Make, Make That, that game. game! Where we pitch the latest... The greatest... Video game ideas... That aren't ever... Well, they're not in the process of getting made, but I have high hopes for these ones today. High, high hopes for the video games? High, high hopes for the video game... Amazing. All right. Well, uh, folks, it's been a while. Yeah, we took a little bit of a hiatus. I hope that's okay. We don't need your permission. You're not our dads. Or (laughs) are you? Mm. So, Claire, we are a podcast that pitches video game ideas. That's true. Do you? Do you have any video game ideas to pitch? I do. And I feel badly because I've had a lot of time to come up with a video game idea, right? Like, it's been been some time. It's been... Oh, boy. <laughs> Three weeks. Um, and I had a really cool idea, and I was like, ooh, I'm going to totally develop this. I'm going to have story and lots of cool stuff about it. But um, no, did I do that? What do, what do we think? I think yes. No, not really. Oh. Well, well you know, um, I'm, sure it's a, I'm sure it's a whip banger of a doodle dop. It totally is. And I think you're going to have some cool ideas about it. Uh, I really think this could be the reason I was holding off on like I wanted to develop it more because I feel like it could be like a real game, guys. Like a real one. Those are our favorite kinds of pitches. Um, but I don't the have Pinocchios, like... Pinocchios, we call them. Enough detail. So it it's just based on, um, you know, a couple space operas I've read lately. <laughs> oh, Star Wars. Uh-huh. And no. Um, the idea, though... So that's the thing is I don't really have as much of a plot or... Um, what would it be like a plot or uh, trajectories or goals, which I feel like are really important in games. But... As this is a game design podcast, I feel like the design is kind of the cool part. Yeah. Which is, it's a collaborative game, but you both play the same character. And one person is in control of, like, body movements and outward expressions and appearance. And the other character is in charge of, like, ancient knowledge slash fighting. Okay. How <laughs> do we manifest this in gameplay terms? How, how <laughs> like... I understand one player getting to move. How do you how do you manifest ancient knowledge as <laughs> yeah. a gameplay mechanic? Yeah, let's so talk. Let's let's don't worry. Let's I have an answer. So basically, if you like, say you come upon either a puzzle or a dialogue that has options, um, as one would. I, I imagine this to be like an action adventure game. Okay. Um, and in those instances, like. So basically, here's how the game starts with, like, the body control person more in control. And they can choose to give advantage or to give control over to their second, like, collaborator. So say you get to a point with a question that you know that, like, they're supposed to know. You press a button that's, like, allow them to answer. And then it would, like, the other person's, like, split screen or or something. We could have a way that they can only see it. But it, like, basically tells you the right answer or gives you, like, insight and more insight into the question. Kind of like a... Like an investigation check in D anD. d Okay. All right. I'm gonna throw something out. Are are, are you open to to workshopping? Well, I'm not really done with the oh, okay. idea. Okay. I thought so. Like another part of it would be that like the more you let your second player like make choices or like control battles and things like the if the second player like does something at the same time as you then they can have more of a higher chance of succeeding in the sense that like they can overpower you and your movement and like overpower the gameplay. But when you work in sync, then like that's the ideal is like you're letting the collaborator do like play to their strengths. You're playing to your strengths. And then 
Um, you're like solving some kind of mystery in space or something. I see it take place on a space station, but I don't really mm-hmm. know what the, I don't know why this is happening. I don't know what we're doing <laughs> here, but that's what we are doing. We're designing the mechanics is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's pretty much the, the end of the pitch. All right. Interesting. But you said you had ideas. Oh, okay. I was... <laughs> well, I just wanted to finish my pitch before you started burping it up to pieces. I wasn't going to, I was just, I'm going to add to it. Uh-huh. So I was thinking because you said it's like an action adventure kind of thing. Um, it does sound like there's a lot of idle on one or the other player's part. And to avoid that, I, I was thinking that it could be something where the body player is like the action adventure. They're running around, they're fighting stuff a lot. Then while they're doing that, the other player, the mind player, as it were, is solving puzzles or something and or or just doing something on like their side of the screen. And then like, let's just make something up. They're playing Tetris, right? And each each time they break four more rows or something, uh, a, a they get some kind of hint for like how to proceed with the overall game where the body is controlling, right? So like, you know, you you clear four lines and then it says wolves are afraid of fire as you're going through a sequence with like a lot of space wolves on this space station. So like then the other player has received the arcane knowledge from the mind player and uh, they can then apply it. And then you said that you can switch bodies and maybe if I'm thinking of the correct space opera series... Which I actually, I'm maybe not. I, I might, I See, might I'm not be. I'm trying to keep it. The reason I'm not being specific is because I don't want to give any spoilers. And I'm actually like, the concept of this game is a spoiler. Right. So I can't be very specific. So I'm trying to be shady as well. But <laughs> if I'm thinking of the correct one, the segments where the body player gives up control of the body to the mind player, the body player could still be doing like another action sequence in let's say some kind of other plane of existence some kind of like mind space world right. like they retreat back into the mind well, and they see, have to do something well i guess that's that's part to of progress to me that's part of the challenge is like yes i wanted to separate it just body and mind but then that really doesn't allow for that kind of thing because then why would the body player be in their mind and the fighting player is the one that's taking control like I don't know. So I feel like that, but I do think as you were talking, I was thinking this would be better as a game that you would play over the internet and not in person. Because if you're playing it in person, you can easily like talk things out and then it's harder to give secret hints to one player or the other. So I think it has to be an online game that you play with, but it has to be two people. I don't know. I guess, I guess my goal in this design was to create a collaborative game that is a little sinister, that you can have a little sinister. bit. Sinister. Because you can have a little control over each other. You know, like there's a little yeah. bit of like, I can gain more or less control. And there's a, a little bit of a battle, an internal battle. It's the character oh. and you. Um, so I thought that was like a unique thing where most collaborative games are like straight up collaborative. And you're not really trying to sabotage each other in any way. Whereas this one, there's a potential sabotage especially if you don't like the way one is going but at the same time you're sharing a body so you have to figure that out together okay nice (laughs) all right all right i don't know see it's a big idea it's like a. it is a full so it needs so much development is why i'm like Mm. i'm not it's not really a fully baked notion 
Well, how how often do we have fully baked? I feel like the smaller here? the game, the more fully baked it is. Like that's we've true. pitched games that are like little games that could be made and be done, and that's the game. We we bake cupcakes here. We we <laughs> don't like we do a, we don't do competition cakes. Like we do a cupcakes. Cake yeah. idea, but I really am <laughs> passionate about it. I don't have a name for it though. Oh, well, let's call it space opera game. Sog. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> my soggy game. Yeah. Uh, it's a little underbaked, so it's still soggy. Oh, my gosh. Um, it works on multiple levels. Okay. I don't know why you don't like this. All right. Well, listeners, it's up to you. What do you think? <laughs> Email Is us. Is my game named Sog, or do you have a better idea? Because I don't. Anyway, Isaac, do you have a better idea of a game I, I do? I do. And actually, this <gasps> one went better? through... Oh, I I did not mean to answer. I, I just you I into ju- that. you you, you got just... me. No, no, no. So I have I have a naming situation in my mm. game. Mm-hmm. I actually came up with a name. It's something that I don't do. Um, I was gonna call it Hoplon. Okay. But it turns out that Hoplon is a a mistakenly used name for the shield of a hoplite. What's a hoplite? A hoplite is like a Greek warrior. Um, they're the guys, they have like the horsehair hat, commonly depicted. They have the horsehair hat, a round shield, and like a spear. And they okay. march together in a formation and they form a phalanx. I always picture that as Roman. Am I wrong? Uh, Romans, depending on the arrow, were more, uh, they, they had, uh, I believe it was called a scutum shield, which is like the <laughs> rectangular one with a little bit of a curve. They scoot around them? Yeah, and then they also use gladii, gladiuses, which are swords, not spears. Uh, their their style of warfare actually def- beat the the phalanx style of warfare. They so showed up specific. with their with their legion, and it was just a more effective formation to use in combat. So they overwhelmed the Greeks, and and the the phalanx style of warfare died out with the legion. But this this goes into my game idea. Actually, so I was going to call it Hoplon. Hoplon is apparently a, a misused name for the shield. It's actually called, I now don't remember oh, the no. actual name over, off the top of my head. I'm going to say point. Aspis. Okay. An Aspis shield. Um, so instead of naming it Hoplon, I'm going to be historically accurate and not use the mistaken phrase and uh, just call it Aspis, which is less evocative in my opinion, but it is more historically I would accurate. argue that Hoplon means very little to me um, as a lay person. And so I don't, like if I saw a game called a- Aspis, it sounds at least more ancient. That's true. All right, well, see, it's Hop working in multiple ways. I thought ways. it was going to be about frogs. I thought you were going to be like, and you're hopping along, and you're a frog. <laughs> and I was like, great. I was all bought into that one. And So what this is, so enough prelude here. Let's get into the meat of the business. Right. That is, that's not afraid. The <laughs> meat not. of the business. So this is a game. Uh, it is a puzzle strategy kind of game. So you have a tile board, like a board of tiles, and you have, uh, I imagine them to be like woodcut, like little chits, like Scrabble chits. And so just to be clear, uh, there is an episode where, and I'll link it in the show notes, where we discuss the legitimacy of the word chits. And it is real word. It, it is. <laughs> despite how silly and goofy it sounds. Yes. So <laughs> so like little, I imagine this to aesthetically look like you are on like a wooden gridded board with wooden chits. And they, instead of letters, like in Scrabble, they have images of different types of soldiers. And what the the gameplay is, is you 
place these chits. You have a, a pile of chits. And They're chit- chits are basically like chips or little game pieces for those who don't know. Yeah, like I little had never heard flat this word before. Game <laughs> the other pieces. Conversation we had. Yeah. Yeah. So you you have a pile of them decided by the level. The level has some preset. There, there's multiple angles that like the level design can come in, like preset chits of like, oh, you have to have certain chits in certain places to begin with, and then you build around that. There could be terrain pieces like a forest, uh, a tree chit uh, that represents a tree on the battlefield, and then there's the enemy chits. So what happens is you place your formation, and then when you're satisfied with it, you press the go button, and then your little chits fight the enemy chits and depending on how well you positioned your formation and like the 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 strengths and weaknesses of each type of soldier compared to the enemy soldiers and like the terrain setup and all that like it kind of just plays like a little auto battle and if your formation was good you eventually win it tells you your score based on like how many soldiers you lost etc cetera, etc cetera. and yeah that's 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 the game. You set up a formation and you see how it does against the enemy formation. So it's it's a strategy game. It's um, a puzzle game. It set up like that. You could have a competitive mode where instead of like a preset challenge of, as an example, you are playing a legion, a Roman legion. Uh, so you have Roman legion chits versus a preset enemy formation of hoplites in a phalanx they're not hoplites though are they no they are hoplites i thought you just said they weren't no hoplon so hoplon is how people i guess mistakenly refer to the type of shield that the Mm -hmm. hoplites used but in actuality it's called the aspis hoplites are so hoplites are people the hoplon is the not is is the the equipment yes and i never actually looked up what a hoplon correctly is uh, we're, we're diverging. That's, right, we're never allowed to diverge on this podcast. No, no, we keep, we keep, um, <laughs> yeah, all our ducks in a row. Anyways, quack, that's quack. that's Aspis. Okay. That's my game. That's was, my puzzle formation warfare game. See, I was about to say like, oh, I think you invented a board game, not a video game. But then the autoplay is kind yes. of not a board game. I will for always be confused by video games though that like are card or piece based i guess because to me i'm like that's just so tactile yeah but uh yeah no you created a game that both you and also my dad would really like to play yeah i love age of empires and your dad likes caesar caesar boom there we go (laughs) yeah and oh well you know what i guess i didn't really dig too deep into the actual mechanics of what that autoplay means i left a lot up to the imagination so i'm gonna i'm gonna step back i'm gonna re go in so like I'm just going to give an example of a very basic piece. So like you have an archer and the way that the archer will work is it will stay in the position that you initially set it down. When enemy chits come into range, um, it will fire an arrow at them. If enemy chits come too close, the archers will then back up and then attempt to, once they get a safe distance away, if they're, capable of it they will then shoot more arrows so you have to figure out like where you place the archers so that their like little ai gives you the most benefit um and you have to avoid like them just being run down by cavalry which will be chits that like move forward um at a very fast rate so like they might be able to move like three tiles 
at a time and the archers only move one so the archers would get easily run down and only get like one volley of attacks off and then you have pieces like the aforementioned hoplite who like will move forward if he has a certain number of hoplites around him and will just attack any enemies that get within spear range so like you have that kind of ai where where a lot of the pieces will have rules based on like what other pieces are near them that decide how they behave because like no soldier just wants to blindly march forward all by themselves into an army of the enemy so like no piece will just do that like you'll have to make a formation where all the pieces are like comfortable i'm i'm doing air quotes here where all the pieces are comfortable with advancing forward because if they're not comfortable they won't advance forward and then you know you'll probably lose so that's that's an example of like the mechanical design of all these pieces of how you're solving the puzzles how you're solving the puzzles that are set forth by like the enemy positioning and terrain and stuff nice thank you <laughs> nice nice yeah again not my type of game but it's like a very well thought out and i can imagine the game exactly as you described it so yeah and i, I think, think yeah. it's a it's a cool in my head at least yeah. a graph a cool graphical style i think I, I do think so and i think um i think there's a definitely a huge market for that all right well is it um, my market listeners it's not but i i'm fine with that since you pointed out the huge market for it i expect you to have the code for it on my desk <laughs> monday as if I'm the coder. Monday. <laughs> yeah, no, this. Mm. I still make Isaac code my um, little little things for Google Sheets. I still <laughs> the say, formulas. please come in, and then he yeah. says, just ask ChatGPT. <laughs> just ask ChatGPT. I say, oh, yeah, okay. Anyways. Anyway. Do you have a question? Um, not. Oh, I have. Okay, here's one. How excited are you for Tears of the Kingdom? Tears of the Kingdom comes out. Two days from now, May twelfth. May twelfth. We're Friday. recording. You know, you you now know when we're recording, people. Um. Yeah. So actually, everyone listening to this and future us, we've already played the game. Yeah, we've played it since the second it came out. We <laughs> stayed up late. We did the midnight release. Well, I think. Well, if we did download. the midnight release, it would have been Thursday, right? Thursday at midnight. So Friday at midnight. So. Yeah. Thursday night. A anyways, we're gonna be playing it. Take 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 the time off. So that's why retroactively I, go back. I finished. Breath of the Wild on uh, two days ago. I have not yet. And so uh, once we're done recording this, <laughs> I have to go through the entire Rito quest line, yeah. finish that guy, and then I can take down Ganon or do memories. I still don't understand what the memories do, but man, I've got like 950 Koroks left to find. I'm never going to finish this game. <laughs> well, you can go back after you defeat Ganon. Too. <laughs> I mostly wanted it because I didn't want spoilers. I wanted, because it, since it is a sequel, I wanted mm. it to flow nicely into the game. But yeah. there are a couple things, I guess, that I would go back to do. It just it got to a point where I was just grinding and um, and like it didn't feel as valuable, I guess. like It was like, for what, though? And so I was just like, <laughs> it's time to fight Ganon. I guess this could be a game design question of like, how do you let players know like it's time or is there never, or do they just have to know on their own? Like, <laughs> Oh no, that you'll never be able to tell someone it's time unless you like explicitly like hard code, but I guess, well, a I guess, timer, I guess you're right. But like, I guess in breath of the wild, they do kind of design in like the fact that I had reached a point where the quests I was on, like the side quests, they weren't really like as fulfilling, you know, like I had, I'd used up all of the big story fulfilling things. And so 
yes, I could like go through and complete all of them forever, but it's like at some point it's just going to feel pointless. So that's, that's sort of the problem that like you weren't feeling any more satisfaction, but what about another player? Like well, then they have, know. then they can keep going. That's such like they give you the choice. Exactly. There's, I don't think that there's any one thing that a game designer developer can do that will like tell you like apply okay. universally enough, except for, for an open a world lit- game. Yeah, except yeah. for a literal time limit. Like the best that they can do is not like have have leveled creatures. Um, or enemies so like some some open world games will have it so like as you gain a level all the monsters in the world gain the level as well so you're always fighting equally leveled things and it it's kind of set up that way a lot of the time so that like if you go to area a and then b but another player goes to b Mm. and then a it's the same difficulty in both in in that order for both players i kind of wish that breath of the wild did that Cause it sort of does because as you go through, there's there's less like blue and red bokoblins and there's more black and white but, bokoblins. But they're all this. But like they all. So say like as you go through what? As you go through time or as you go through the, the space of the game? I haven't figured out exactly how it's working. But I mean, I and maybe it's just that I am naturally going to higher level or stronger areas because here's the thing like when i go back to early areas there's still the red ones who are killed in one shot oh i thought i was noticing that there was more probably because you're moving on to different areas okay that might be i'm thinking because i i don't know i have i haven't noticed that and i also did everything backwards because i went to the first because well i mean like there's no right way to do it it is fully open world but you can tell the game designer designed some things to be easier. Yes. And when I went to I went to what was supposed to be the first horse stable, definitely last because <laughs> it was like telling me what horses were and like how stables worked. Like all of the dialogue was like, "Did you know you can ride a horse?" And I was like, "Oh no." Yeah, oops. <laughs> I did know that. I've known that for many, many a time. She had already collected every horse in the game. That's not true. No, don't. Um. <laughs> but anyway, that's not really a question. But yeah, I guess like um, I have very different play style. It's it's very hard for me once I've completed the main task of a game to go back and keep playing, with the exception being Kirby and the Forgotten Land, which I feel like I can never stop playing. No, it's impossible. It's a Kirby game. But there is no end to Kirby games. Yeah, but generally speaking, like I could go back into the file, but I feel like weird about it. Like Ganon's gone. Like what? What am I supposed well, to do? Fight. Spoiler alert. No. Ganondorf next week. No, in two days. Yeah. This week. So. Right now. <laughs> um, but anyway, that was my, I don't have a question. Do you have a question? <laughs> no. I'm. So we did mention a while, uh, like, I guess the last episode at this point. So, so it would have been three weeks ago if you're listening to these episodes as they come out. But the topic of copyright and like game mechanics and stuff did come up and I have prepared an answer for that. <laughs> but we might we, we might just be able to save this for next episode okay, at this yeah. point because we did talk a bit about Tears of the Kingdom. All right, I'm ready to move on to the next segment, the rapid fire round the where next... we generate three random words and we have to come up with a game idea, including a name, a core mechanic, and anything else? No, we had an and at one point, and we never came up with it, I don't think. 
Oh, okay. There are no consequences for failing this, as we've learned repeatedly in the past. Uh, the two times that we've failed, we said we keep promising we're going to come up with a, a fail, a fail. Yeah, uh, but like, case. but like, we have to design our own game design podcast a little bit better. Okay. Yeah, we we're, put we're, some we're time game designers, that. not podcast designers. Look, just be happy that we're back after a hiatus. Okay. Exactly. We're not promising to be perfect here. <laughs> yeah. So I've got a five-minute timer. Okay. We have five minutes to use those three words to come up with. Those two things I said, uh, bounce ideas back and forth off of each other, and yeah, we we have to use all three words think, in some way. I think they know. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm just vamping. I'm vamping. You're vamping? I was ready. All right. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know. Okay. I'm going to start the timer <laughs> okay. for five minutes Yeah. in three, two, one, go. All right. The first three words are detective, agriculture, Houseplant. Okay, agriculture and houseplant really, do kind of play yes. into and each other very well. And I love plant well. detective as like, let's go with that. Okay, so like you're a little like houseplant. I'm imagining <gasps> just like a a potted you're plant a with plant. like three leaves. That's very good. And um, you have to solve the um, uh, the the turnip mafia problem. No, this I'm just trying That's to like, go into turnip yeah. boy here. I, no. So I like the idea. So I guess I guess if so, my thought was like, there's a human detective. Who is solving an agriculture mystery and there's some house plants involved. But I like the idea of the house plant is the detective, but then we have to get agriculture in there somehow. I mean, I feel like at the point that the house plant is the detective, like we naturally have just stepped into a world where vegetables are people. But like agriculture. That's the agriculture part. To me, agriculture is more of like a system, like a system of farming, like like a Stardew Valley would be agriculture. So. Okay, you do raise a good point, and I do like the idea of a detective man, a human. Um, I like the idea of this opening up where, like, a murdered rich person. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like it's like a trope to have, like, a detective story where, like, the detective has to protect a child or a pet Got or something it. it's the house plant the house plant is yes. the super valuable thing that the mafia is after that that the detective has been entrusted with and then you have to figure out why this house plant is so important um while also keeping it safe um i don't know i i'm not sure if you could mechanically do it with a house plant like you can escort a small child or a pet through like a video game, like uh, Plague Tale Innocence well, does it, I mean, but you can't can... do that with a house plant. Why not? Like it's a video game. Oh, <laughs> just... wait, no, you're right. You you have to choose whether to pick it up or put it down. Yeah, and you carry uh, it around and with your little you. Hand, and like you a little hand, like little baby. To, yeah, you have to like decide the correct points to put it down, but also like protect it while it's down because like. If you put it down in one room and then go to like have a shootout in the next room, maybe a guy looking for it comes around, sees the plant, grabs it, and starts running off with it. And now you got to chase him down and get your plant back oh without breaking it. What uh, a so situation? We've we've got quite the game idea developing here, folks. This is I'm feeling like thrilled this. about this. Wait, so how does agriculture come in again? Um, obviously the it's an agriculture mystery. Well, the, it's the agriculture mystery. What I'm thinking is spoiler alert: the the <laughs> eventual crime. The reason the plant is so important is this rich person that like you have stumbled upon or that was protecting the plant. This they they are like the CEO of a plant corporation or something, and this is a new breed of like super superfood or something that will like solve world hunger but obviously other big agriculture companies don't want mm -hmm. that for insidious purposes they don't want world hunger to be solved 
or they at the very least want to be the ones to do it. So yeah, eventually you get to a point in the game where it's like, you've got the plant and oh, big moral choice. You can either destroy the plant yourself or solve world hunger. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Just it's put the, just the biggest like... choice in the world in the player's hands. Wow. Spoiler mm. alert for The Last of Us. It's like The Last of Us. <laughs> I wasn't even, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you okay. literally created the similar, like, save your, like, pseudo daughter or, yeah, or you save the world. You grow to love the, the plant, yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, but now we need a name. It's called. It's called my plant and me. It's called plant it. It's called the pl- plant, 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 plant. The Maltese plant. I don't get that. Well, there's a famous detective story called the Maltese Fal- Falcon. Oh, okay. I don't know anything about it. I don't know anything about it either, which is why I'm hesitant to use that. Okay. Um, I actually didn't know that movie was a detective movie. Um, I, th- I think it's a detective movie. I, believe, I might be I've wrong. I've never seen it. So I, I, I think it's a noir detective okay. movie. Well, but um, let's call. We could call it Plant Pi. We could call it. All of this is a very goofy tone for a game where you're supposed I, to like. I think it's, but to me, it's goofy. Is it not goofy? I thought it it's was goofy. a little goofy, but I'm like I'm I, with a name like that. That's making me think Turnip Boy level of goofy. But I'm more thinking like it's a semi serious. Okay, I thought it was goofy. Um. Okay, so we've got ten seconds. Name it. Name it. But uh, I'm gonna plant noir. Plant noir. <laughs> I'm not losing. We're not losing. We won that one. We did it. We have one second left on the clock, folks. Plant Noir, the totally semi-goofy but very serious game. I'm oh, sorry, I turned your game into a goofy game. Okay, <laughs> but I didn't want to lose. You were you were fro- you were frozen. <laughs> it's hard to come up with a detective it name is. when detective isn't like my genre. Yeah, a detective isn't my genre and either. I, like, well, I oh, guess like the case of the blah blah blah, like that hard-boiled eggplant. Right, because that's not goofy at all. You're right. You're right. <laughs> that's not goofy right. at all. Yeah, you're right. I feel like the serious detective stuff is always like the case of the blah blah blah. Yeah. So we d- we need more thought on that. But anyway. I kept thinking about Dick Tracy and. Hmm. Well, that's already goofy. Wow. Wow. All right. Let's let's. I'm gonna generate. Uh, I'm right. gonna do three more. And I'm, I'm gonna uh, generate three random words. She's gonna generate three words. I'm gonna set the timer in three, two, one, go. Trust, respect, and fat. Okay. Um, trust, cooking. It's yeah. about cooking. Yeah. Trust and respect. You have to trust and respect is the it, ingredients. Um, is it the menu, the video game? Oh, my God. I love you, chef. Oh, my God. If you haven't seen the menu. <laughs> we're just spoiling everything. We're not going to spoil the no? menu. I am okay. going to say you have to go out and watch the menu. It is important. But, like, okay, let's say... So I, I see this going two ways. You This is either a game about you climbing the ranks of a chef in a mm-hmm. kitchen from like whatever the, the line cook or whatever mm-hmm. up to being either the, the sous sh- chef yeah. or the actual chef or you play as the chef and have to manage the kitchen and harbor trust and respect from the I, chefs under see, you. I like that way because it kind of can build into that city building almost Exactly, aspect, yeah. Where you've got like... like um. What do you call it? Like like happiness ratings right. or satisfaction ratings, yeah. And like you are like 
trying to acquire the ingredients and like different tools and stuff and you like set the menu and certain chefs might yeah. be satisfied now like, i play this game 100%. might like the menu that you have but like if they aren't they might get frustrated and, I, and that brings their work down and if their work is down maybe you have to fire them or maybe you have to come up with something else like oh i think there should i be- make you the dessert chef Instead of like, because you hate cooking steaks or whatever. Yeah, just like I said, it's basically a city builder, but the city is the kitchen. Yes. And I uh, think this is great. This is great. Um, I mean, hey, we've got we've got a game there and we've got three minutes to come up with so, a name. So, what, hey, like how are you doing today? No. We, we oh, go. we can't just burn time? Okay. No. All right. um, I think we one of my ideas would be calling it I Love You, Chef. I think that's cute. You know what? First, a, thought, best thought. first thought, best thought. I love you, chef, is a great name for a video game. If I saw that on Steam right now, I would click on it. I would figure it out. I would find out it's not a dating sim and go, oh, well. And then I'd see that it's a city builder and be like, oh, wow. Oh, man. I, lo- I like also just how many food-related games we've come up with on this podcast. Like, it's many. It's many. In a way, we just came up with two in a row. Also, there was oh, yeah. two minutes and 45 seconds left on the clock when I paused it. We did a good job. Yeah. We have we one butt. final round. Isaac, are you ready? I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. Well, how can I help I'm, you? How I'm can hyped. I, I, I'm just, who? I don't think. You don't think you can't even handle We can't even round? top this one. We oh, can't even boy. top that. We can't know. even top I love you, chef. But okay. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to psych myself okay. up. All right. All right. Three, two, one, go. Okay. I feel like we had this last time, or similar words, transaction, housing, commission. So you play as the transaction housing commission, which <laughs> is also, mean? it's THC. Oh, God. <laughs> um, so this is a weed game for oh, weeders, no. for weed heads. Okay. Um, I don't know how to incorporate <laughs> that, but like transaction housing commission, just what that's a generic that? enough name where... It's, what if that's the game? What if it's like no one knows what that what the commission does? Okay, what does the gameplay? So know, like, just like the commission is just like a care. Uh, you work at the transaction housing commission, and it is kind of this is another mystery game. But you are just you start off as just the drone, right? You're mm-hmm. just doing your desk work. Yeah. You've got all this paperwork coming through, and it's all esoteric and like it's. So the game starts off with like really like inane, basic, almost puzzles where it's like sign this form here and like all you have to do is click the right spots on mm-hmm. the paperwork that you're given and like if you miss one you, you you lose points or whatever and it seems like very basic but then it gets increasingly sinister as these esoteric documents become more and more sinister and then like and then you start getting sequences <laughs> where instead of just at your desk and stuff now you have the ability to kind of explore the office a little bit more and like find hints and clues but if you get caught by you know the supervisors or whatever like that's like game over it restarts it's it then becomes sort of a stealth game okay and still you go back to your desk when you're appointed to and you have these inane puzzles that you're still doing where it's just like okay click these three spots no i like this this is cool i think it is very severance not to keep referencing all these other things (laughs) but in a good way it's severance in a good way yeah all right right. so yes that's um i like that yes and and uh, so the game just more and more stealth until you just get uh into this weird wild world of like finding out what this place is. Uh, this is 
and to reference another show, I mean, this is Severance, but um, Thank You for Calling or something. There was a movie a couple years ago. I don't know it. Um, I don't know it. Which had like the similar sort of thing okay. where they are just like an office drone. They're they doing like telemarketing and then they, they get promoted to like the upper floor and now they're like selling weapons to dictatorships yeah, and stuff. I do not think I saw this film, but yeah. Um, that was just my little... I mean, diversion. Yeah. We do have two minutes left to come up with a name. Oh, we do got to name it. We do got to name it. Okay. Um, God, Severance is such a good name for a show. But they've but already taken it. I know. So we can't have it. Um, I mean, wait. No, we just call it the, yeah. the Transaction Housing Commission. Yeah. And I think the THC should be like not necessarily part of the plot, but like kind of funny. Like it'll be in the logo and it's kind of like a ha ha. Yeah. It's yeah, kind of yeah, like, yeah. it's kind of just like a little like ha ha. Yeah, just a little wink. wink. Uh-huh, a little that's wink. fun, a little wink. Okay, well, then that's our show. Thank you so much for joining us. And there's even more I can say, which is you can find us on social media. We're on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Make That Game Pod. We have an email address, make that game podcast at gmail.com, and you can send us game ideas or games you think that we should play and talk about the design of or questions that you want us to answer during our question segment. Mm-hmm. We'd love all of those things. Um, you can also find us on YouTube, youtube.com slash at Make That Game. And we have, we, we, we strum. <laughs> We, we strum. We strummed. Oh yes, <laughs> we, we, we have streamed, streamed one one time, um, and we probably will again. So we are on twitch.tv slash Make That Game. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to follow us there, and you'll get announcements if we do go live. I mean, with GDQ SGDQ coming up. Yes, we didn't we even talk about will it. Will be doing live. I think so. Well, we'll. That's see. the end of this month. Yeah. No, I'm saying I think so about the live because you might be at a tournament. <gasps> Folks, can you believe that? <laughs> I've got no commitment happen. to the craft. Anyway, but yes, yes, really quick fun note is uh, SGDQ Summer Games Done Quick is coming right up on May 28th, I believe is the first day. Yeah, we're a, um, a heavily pro SGDQ household we're so here. Excited. And if you're not, don't listen to us. Or, you know, start watching it and see how, how it goes. <laughs> that's fair. Okay, that's Start the watching better it, choice. See if you that's, like it. That's but the yeah, choice. We love the speed runs. We got to go fast in this house. I'm deeply sad that they don't have any Kirby games this time, which is yeah. so weird. Kirby, maybe, maybe a secret hidden bonus game. They maybe. do that sometimes. I know, I know. Well, luckily I got to watch a Kirby relay and that was fun. That's, yes. So there's always, there's always speed runs to watch out there. Okay. Well, anyway, very exciting. Thank you so much for listening. And if you heard a game today that you say... Ugh, I need to play this game yesterday. Then we encourage you to get out there and make make that that game. game.